Welcome back to Freezer Social. Fools a party. Come on. Get ready to work on that, man. Leave me alone, lad. It's Eli's thing, man. It's not Eli's nothing. Anyways, moving on swiftly. We are currently in Barnet at Barber Boys. We are joined by the CEO and founder of Barber Boys, Denise. She is running it in the ends right now. She's running the barber scene as well. She's doing big things, Denise. I'm trying. You know, I'm trying. I love, job, man. I love, I love the look I like of this barbershop, honestly. It's beautiful. It is still lovely. Mm. I, say, I say it's a barbershop. With a woman's touch, that's it. You know, that, that's, that's what barber shop needs. You know, I realize since coming here, I'm seeing like a different form of barber. Listen, listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. I walked in here, I thought, Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> am I in a barber shop? I see a blinged out gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> I see some lovely tree bark at the top. You get me? Yeah, man, like Harambe's is. <laughs> nah, I like, I like the dressing. Like, like, thank you for having us. We are thank you very much. Thank you for being so here. So happy to be here, honestly. Um, we just want to know your journey, you know? What motivated you to start off this barbershop? But before that, yes. tell the viewers who you are. Where are um, you from? Okay, so my name is Denise, and uh-huh. um, I'm originally from Camden Town. Yeah. Oh. Yes, so I'm originally from Camden Northwest. Town. Um, I went to primary school, secondary school in Camden. Mm. Um, I studied journalism in university. Mm. I basically just had to pick something to study mm. because my parents were not letting me run away to Portugal and live my best life. <laughs> <laughs> so they sat me down and said, you have to go to uni. So I said, fine. So I did three years at Middlesex. Um, and then from there, basically, well, my latest job before here was working at Sky. So I worked at Sky for four years um, and I did advertising. So any kind of adverts that you'd see, um, if you download a film or a series, any adverts that you'd see on there, that's kind of, I was behind that. I'll be honest with you, those adverts annoy me. But yeah, they annoy you. It's very interesting. It was a very good job. Um, I actually was able to negotiate um, working from home. Oh, nice. So I would actually only have to be in the office three days a week for important meetings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other two days I was working from home and obviously Saturdays and Sundays I was off, yeah. which really helped because I have a six-year-old. So it kind of helped with my work-life balance, Mm -hmm. um, being able to do school pickups, but also to be able to be in the corporate world as well. But I kind of found out that it's not my calling, it's not my journey. I didn't want to kind of climb up the ladder in the corporate world to know. I think like it just depends on where you are, but for me, I'm... I didn't want to be sucking up to these directors and CEOs to to kind of be on the next level. I wanted to have my own thing. And not just that, um, my overall goal is to show my son that anything is possible in life. I like that, I like that. Love that. Love that. Really good. So, so, sorry. No, I'm saying that. So, so 
He's working in Sky Advertising. Where did Barbara come into? Okay, so I kind of fell into it. Um, I was unhappy at Sky for a while in terms of just we had I had a new manager come in and it was a lot the kind of workload was a lot but I just didn't have the passion for it anymore mm-hmm. I loved Sky is a really good place to work for so they've got a 24 hour gym that's three stories there's a barber on site there's a hairdresser's on site there's a nail salon on site there's seven different restaurants no. on site what where's the office yeah. So it's a really, really good place to work yeah. for, you know, you know, pension is there, um, benefits. So for example, if you buy an iPad or anything to do with Apple, you get discount, cinema yeah. discount, there's so it's really big. Yeah. But just it I just my heart wasn't in it anymore and I feel like if you have children or just to make yourself be happy you need to understand that there's something else out there for you mm-hmm. and you can you can go for it so kind of i was kind of dwelling and saying i'm not happy i'm not happy i'm not happy and i just felt stuck mm-hmm. and the reason why i felt stuck is because obviously i've got a mortgage to pay for mm-hmm. i've got a child to feed someone mm-hmm. to look up to me mm-hmm. so I didn't I felt like I didn't have anywhere to go and um, I've got good people around me and one day I met Jay Shetty so I don't know if you guys know who Jay Shetty is Jay Shetty is um, a motivational speaker mm. and I've been following his journey and I've read some of his um, kind of articles and watched his YouTube channel and he would go to big corporate um, companies and just give motivational speech uh, talks mm-hmm. um, and then with that the day that I met him something just kind of came over over me mm-hmm. and I called the closest people around me my parents um, and a few close people around me and I just was crying and I just said wow. today is the day wow. I just said today is the day I don't care what happens mm-hmm. this is not for me mm-hmm. I was not happy and I walked out I walked out, I collected my son from, it was half term, he was at football camp and I collected him early and I just said to myself, I owe it to myself, I owe it to my son to prove that there is something better out there for me Mm. and I've never looked back. Wow. Wow. You you speak about, you you, you cried, like what actually made you cry? Um, What was it? Was it the, the fact that you were... You felt like you've been trapped in this life for so long. I felt like I was trapped for a while. Um, so randomly last year, it wasn't random to be honest, it was kind of a build up. Um, last year, it was my son's birthday, August time. And every time I had a holiday in the team, you had to leave kind of, you know, leaving notes and a handover. And I just felt like I just had so much to do. And it was my son's birthday, so I just felt like I couldn't enjoy my son's birthday, I couldn't enjoy my holiday, because I just felt like this big corporate company had a hold on me. And it kind of resulted me to, from August over till October, I kind of had a breakdown. So I literally was crying, I felt like I couldn't get up, I felt it it was just a weird phase. And it felt like I was stuck, I felt like I had no options. But it's crazy because, we make ourselves think that. Mm-hmm. 
when we do have options, we honestly do have options, right? So it took me from October mm. to meeting Jay Shetty. Mm -hmm. So it's, I would say, maybe so from October till March 2019 was the time I met Jay Shetty. It took me that whole time to kind of figure out that I don't need to be in this position. Mm -hmm. And from that, I just kind of took the leap. And sometimes when you take the leap and you just let the universe and let God kind mm -hmm. of help you, guide you, mm -hmm. there is a journey for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's whether or not you want to take it. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. No, that's I love that, you know. Do you know what? That is very inspirational. Yeah, yeah, it's just showing people that, you know what? Just don't let anything hold you back. Oh, yeah. if, if, if that gut feeling is telling you something, just kind of lip on it and play on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Actually. And another question I've got to ask, what made you go to this Jay Shetty thing? What was so it? it? Because, for example, working at Sky, mm -hmm. um, you get to meet amazing people. So, for example, Anthony Joshua, they did, you know, the weigh in at, at, at the Sky Studio. So everyone at work got to meet, you know, AJ, we was all filmed to be on Sky Sports. Nobody working at the end. No, it was, no, it's really, it's an, an amazing place to work for. Um, and for example, there's always famous people walking up and down. So for example, someone like, someone like Jay Shetty to me meant a lot to me yeah. and seeing Jay Shetty, but for example, my colleagues didn't know who he was, yeah. you know, so it just depends. So you always get footballers walking around, um, they're always filming on site. So it is a really good place to kind of meet people. Obviously you, you're supposed to be working yeah. at the same time, but <laughs> it is a fun environment. So he was basically being interviewed at Sky for Sky News and where my desk is kind of where I was working, where my desk was, I saw him in the box so it's like a glass box where they film sky news and i saw him there and i was like oh my god i can't believe he's there you know and um songwriters singers rappers sports people every every single type of person you can kind of meet at, mm -hmm. at sky sports or sky mm -hmm. at sky in general so it was kind of i thought i i feel like and up until today i still feel like it was fake mm -hmm. um you know it couldn't have been that much of a coincidence that mm -hmm. i was going through everything and i actually managed and i had two of my colleagues with me and i went to the reception desk and i said i'm going to meet jay shetty today mm -hmm. i'm going to meet him i don't care what anyone says to me and and i went to the reception desk and i said which way is Jay Shetty coming out of? Is he coming through the VIP area? Like literally, and I was like, I'm gonna find him. And then literally he was just walking around the office. Wow. And I bumped into him, I come out of the lift and I saw him. And I literally asked my friend to take a picture um, with me and him. And he was just, and it's crazy because he didn't know who I was. And he actually said to me, follow your heart. Oh, wow. it is. Nothing more needs yeah. to be said. That was it. Not so from there, I literally was just, met him went for lunch i was just crying on the phone and i was just like i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave <laughs> did, did he fully instill that confidence back in you um i don't think so i think it has to come from who you are so mm -hmm. i don't think i think if he had said the same words to me i don't think it would have been the same to you okay you know so i don't think it was him that gave me the kind of powers to say let me walk out because he didn't say walk out sky right <laughs> he just said follow your heart yeah. um but because i had been on this journey yeah. it just kind of 
it was just kind yeah. of like a light lightning it sounds like a reaffirm yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like the kind of push off the cliff that you need yeah you know them kind of yeah and i called my mom and my mom was like are you crazy are you crazy and i was like mom believe me like i'm gonna make it happen mm. so, so, so seeing you left sky did you know what you wanted to do no so i didn't i didn't um but this kind of shot was already kind of in the making so it like I said I think everything is fate so it all kind of happened at the same time so um, my partner so my silent partner who's here with me well he's not here but he's in this with me um, was already looking at this space and I had already come to see this space and it kind of just all fell into the pieces were you know just everything just fell into the right place and then we saw this space and this so basically this was just completely empty there was no oh, okay. plugs there mm. was there was nothing in here and i said i'm gonna make it into a barbershop wow what barbershop because like, i told why right I'm so sexist, but with you being a woman i know i know i know so originally the idea was to actually have um a tattooist up there oh, which yeah. was yeah. one of our friends mm-hmm. um so a tattooist up there and then this section was going to be um the barber shop um but actually what happened is that person actually pulled out okay. oh, wow. um, kind of false hope mm. you know so it, it's not been easy mm. it's not been easy but I think the biggest thing is just pushing through yeah. um, and then just coming here and just speaking to kind of my I say he's a silent partner but he's also a mentor so mm. he also um, gives me a lot of support so we always run ideas back and forth mm. um, so with that I said like you said hairdressing right mm. Women are stress. Mm-hmm. Women are stress. <laughs> so we just thought it's a little bit easier, um, kind of dealing with guys. And I've got a six-year-old, my son. So yeah. I just felt like, for me, sometimes taking my son by myself to get his hair cut, mm. I didn't feel comfortable going mm. to certain places because mm. it's, it's very, you know, a lot of men, a lot of t- mm. testosterone, and mm. and they're kind of you know talking about women and all that kind of stuff so for me to kind of go in by myself i didn't feel comfortable so when i had this idea i wanted to make sure that women that have their you know kids Kids can come come and feel comfortable um and that's why i said i'm gonna have an ipad ready for them so they can kind of sit still watch the ipad and the barber can just get on with getting their hair cut you know so yeah everything just kind of from me walking out of sky to be in here everything just kind of happened mm, wow. but i had to fight for it as well mm. it's not been easy yeah. so, so i don't want to make it yeah, sound yeah. like um it's an easy journey mm. you have to kind of really want something in life to make it work to make it work yeah so what were the challenges you faced okay so certain challenges is I'm very um, stubborn, so in terms of everything that you see here now, mm. a lot of people, so I've had different contractors come in and okay. say, you can't have black pipes, you can't have the gold copper sh- wow. on show, you can't have the certain cupboards, Jeez. you can't have the lights on the wall, 
um, if you want this, then it's triple the amount. So wow. yeah, so and also just kind of dealing with guys in general, not being mm. sexist, but I, I feel like sometimes they don't take me seriously. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning, I'm nice, but when it's had you know time for business, time for yeah. business I've had to kind of switch on a couple of people <laughs> and show them that I mean business. Yeah. Um, so for example. Um, I've had different contractors here. They've given me, you know, an estimated time of when it's gonna be finished, and they've not agreed. You know, they've not come to that time, so I've had to, you know, put a bit of pressure on them. Um, and I don't want him to think, oh, you know, oh, she's just a woman. No, oh, you know. So I've had to show them the other side to yeah. to myself, mm-hmm. which is which is not always nice, but. I mean, sometimes you have to do what you have to do. Yes, yeah, so. no, it's true. You got obviously being a woman yeah. in this in this industry. Yeah. People, people will want to try and walk all yeah. over. Yeah. You know what I mean, so yeah. it's important to definitely reinforce that. Right? I find that interesting. Like, you know, how does the dynamics differ from working with um, men to women, or from women to men? I mean, so for me, I've never really. So I've never had a hair hairdressers. Let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is definitely like a first for me working mm. with um you know the barbershop and what i've wanted to create here is a family mm. right so for me where i took all the kind of negativity that i had in sky and mm. i didn't i wasn't happy going into work mm. i want to make this environment happy for everyone that's coming in working because if they're happy working here if they're happy mm. Um, being a, if we're all happy being around each other, that's gonna feed off each and every client that is sitting in these chairs, mm-hmm. and they're gonna want to come back. So mm-hmm. I'm just making sure that everyone is happy working here, regardless if you're a man or a woman, mm-hmm. right? So let's say it's more common to have male barbers, but female barbers are on the up and up. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Just see someone in stuff. Yeah, yeah. Are there female barbers here. I was about to ask. At the moment, we don't. But you're on the lookout. I'm actually going to train to be a barber myself. Oh my god! <laughs> say that, say that, say that. <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yes. proper, that's proper. Um, that's I'm not going to be cutting hair so, you know, so soon, mm. but I just thought if I'm in the industry of barbering, I need to understand um, the business of every single, you know, every single side, every single aspect, mm. um, and not just that haircut looks nice. Mm. Um, so when we have apprentices, you know, apprentices coming in, I can give them a bit more um, feedback, mm. a bit more help, mm-hmm. um, rather than depending on the other barbers who do have qualifications and do have experience. They might be busy with their own customers, yeah. and I feel like um, <coughs> young, um, you know, young barbers need a bit of guidance because mm. they are looking for that guidance. Mm. And right now, I don't feel like I can give I can give them a hundred percent of of that guidance. So I'm gonna train myself. And also, it helps in the shop. So let's say if, you know, touch wood, all the barbers one day are all off ill or yeah, holiday yeah, or whatever, I can just kind of step in, this and I'm it. not letting my customers down because I feel it. the biggest, um, you know, my biggest priority is every single customer Absolutely. that is coming in Absolutely. is customer service. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. We, yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna have to t- take it back a little bit because you said that you weren't happy. In your last work, yeah. How much does uh, work contribute to mental health? Do you think? Uh, I think it's it's a major major player because when I had my my breakdown in October, 
Um, what sort of breakdown was it? Literally, um, I think I spent like three days straight crying. Just three days straight. Why? It's just because I just, it's crazy because I just felt like Sky had this hold over me and I had nowhere to go. I had no options. Mm. I, I, I had, I just felt like bills, like in my head, I was just like, oh my gosh, I've got this bill, I've got this bill, I've got this bill, I've got this child That's to feed. That's difficult, it's all these responsibilities. Yes. You have to find money somewhere. And that stops you from actually living life. Yeah. 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 Your dreams. It's and and I can understand why that will weigh on you, because it's, it's not a nice oh, feeling to feel yeah. like yeah. you want your way out. Mm. But all of this, this, this and this mm. is just controlling me. Yeah. 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 Mm. So how did you get out of funk? Um support a lot of support around me mm-hmm. um i think I, I definitely in the first couple of days i was like i've got no one you know i've got no one mm-hmm. just thinking to myself i've got no one i've got no one to talk to mm-hmm. i was dropping my son to school in the morning and i just had like the biggest bags like you know mm-hmm. and i just i couldn't even speak to the other you know mums or parents at the school mm-hmm. and i was dropping him off and then my son just said to me mommy what's wrong like you know wow. and and that kind of my heart wow. i was like i can't show him it's okay to be upset in front of your children mm. because it's emotions, right? Mm. I don't want to say I'm not going to cry in front of my son because mm. otherwise he's going to feel like he can't cry. Mm. I want him to feel like he can express his emotions. But I kind of it was a wake-up call and I had to be like, okay, what am I doing? Mm. So I tried going back to Sky and it just didn't work for me. But in saying that, right, I didn't tell you about my parents. So my parents... Um, they run a, a successful business. Mm. Um, they have their own restaurant mm. in Camden. So we've been there, and I say we because I help set up the business, and that's where I get kind of my business mm. side, mm. and all that all that kind of has helped me with my journey with this, especially. Mm. Even though it's a restaurant, it's still business. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, so. Can I ask what Portuguese restaurant. Ooh. Yeah, so my mum's Angolan, my dad's from Madeira. Nice. I was born in Portugal and it's very traditional, home cooked, mm-hmm. family feel restaurant. Oh, I'm hungry, man. It's called <laughs> Tino, so my dad's name is Tino. Okay. So it's in Portuguese, translation I'm, I'm, I'm is Tino, like, right? Hey, we, should, we should go there, yeah. Yeah, yeah we should. You know, know, yeah, yeah, you know what? I got you. Great. Great. <laughs> Of course, of course. So I feel like with my parents, right? So my mum's story is she left Angola and her house was being bombed, right? You don't get that nowadays, like you know. So there was a civil war going on in Angola, and she she told me she had to like shelter her her sisters under under a table. And they left, they had to flee, they had to, you know, they left everything. Mm-hmm. My mum was like, you know, she had big houses, she had cows in the back, you know, wow. you know, all that kind of stuff. And she literally jumped on a boat and went to Portugal. Oh, right, just like that boat thing. Yeah. Wow. So, and then... So when people say fresh off the boat... Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> fresh off the boat. Yeah, so that was my mum, that was my mum. And she literally couldn't even grab a bag with her, you know, her, her belongings. Mm. Um, and then she basically met my dad, um, who was nine years older, so my mum was 15. Wow. Yeah, she met my dad and they basically got married a year later at 16 and had my brother at 17. Mm. And 
their kind of hustle and their work ethic, I'll tell you right now, is serious. So from that, I see my parents, and till today, I'm telling you till today, my dad's way past retirement age, yeah. And my mom, my both of them, I'm just like, how do they do it? Yeah. So from seeing that and from being around that environment, my parents, my mom, so my dad went up to year five, my mom went up to year seven. Obviously, my mom married at fifteen, you know, sixteen, been with my dad since she was fifteen. <coughs> it doesn't matter if you have education or not. So I literally see my parents, and I'm like. If they can do it, and they have no education, right? Yeah, two kids, very young age. I was a mistake, by the way. But anyways, that's what I'm Made me stronger, you know. My mum says I'm a beautiful mistake. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so yes. I never got called any of them. From seeing them, it's just made me kind of be who I am today. Mm. And have what I and and just just yeah just it, they've molded me into the person who I am today. 100%. They definitely instilled determination. So right now, now you're in the barbershop. How does it make you feel inside? How do you feel mentally? Um, I feel a lot happier in terms of you know. I'm still a mum, right? So I still have to wake up extra early. I still got homework to do. So I've got you know I've got to put my mum hat on mm-hmm. and then. Once my son's at school, once he's, you know, shipped off and, you know, bye, have a good day. Wow. It's like, another hat on, oh, yeah. okay? So then, as, when I'm driving here, and the drive here is amazing. So I used to do a drive to Osterley for an hour and a half. Jeez. Right? So stuck in traffic, all that kind of thing. Um, and on the drive here, I'm just like, I'm so much happier. Mm-hmm. Right? I've got keys. I've got keys to open my own place. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Just that, it could be raining, it could be sunny, it doesn't matter. Just that energy, that key. just just opening the door and just saying, okay, cool, you know, and we've got we've got a good team here. So, you know, in the morning, I've got, you know, Chad, and I'm like, good morning, Chad, how you doing? You know, how was your evening? All that kind of stuff. And, and then just, you know, customers coming. I'm such a people person, whereas at Sky, I was behind the desk. Yeah, yeah, just a robot. I was emailing people for four years that I'd even, I've never seen their faces. Yeah. So it's it's completely different. So very metaphoric what you said. Just having that key. Yeah. It's yeah. metaphoric, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. Love that. Love so that. I had Love the key that. at my parents' restaurant. Mm. But it wasn't. It wasn't your key. It wasn't your key. It wasn't yours. It's like renting a rented house. I'm gonna have to give this away soon. Yeah. 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 No, so, but it shows that you're using your skills. And what yeah. you're, do you know what I mean? You're applying it. And the right. determination, I'm sorry, the determination your parents instilled you in, yeah. that's big. Because not many, a lot of people whose parents come from another country, let's say first generationers, yeah. you know, they focus on their children to make it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas your parents made it and yeah. showed you how they yeah. did it. And even, you know, you helped start their shop, so, yeah. you know. Put you in that environment. Yeah. So, like, even with that, for example, sorry to cut you off. No, so, no, even okay. with that, um, my <laughs> my dad, for example, he doesn't believe in marketing, right? He's like paying paper, you know, spending money on paper mm. to hand out to other people that know that's a waste of money, right? Mm. And I'm like, Dad, no, like, you know, you need to hand out mm. leaflets, right? You know what the internet is? Mm. He's like, what's the internet? So, <laughs> can say, you know, can you send text yeah. messages through the internet? I'm like, no, Dad, it doesn't work yeah. like that, yeah. right? So literally, I learned so much stuff from mm. 
working at the restaurant. I was the only person for the first few months that knew how to work with till. <laughs> so I had to be there for 18 hours, <laughs> right? So wow. something as simple as working with till, I was the only person in the whole of the restaurant that was allowed and could work with till. So something, you know, it's, it's simple things like that. My, like I said, my dad didn't have any sort of business education. He never went to college. He never went to university. Mm. We all had to learn. Mm. I had to set up all the bills, wherever it was, you know, the phone bill, the mm. water supply, mm. all that kind of stuff. Mm. He was just like, daughter, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and I was just like, dad, man, I just want to live my, you know, I just finished university. I wanted to live my best life. So you can't say nothing. My man, my man jumped on a boat. Yeah. yeah. So this is what I do there. Boat. Yeah. I swim. What is it? I swim. I swim. You got to work hard. Yeah. So no, yeah. Nice. So I. I like the fact that's invaluable. Taking yeah. skills and you've applied it. Yeah. So even yeah. with here, I'm like, okay. So for example, I don't know if you guys know, but to actually have manicures and pedicures, you need a license. Serious? Yeah. Mm. So you need a license to have to, to actually service that. Mm. Um, is that. Is that the shop itself or the individuals who would do So we've got insurance for the shop, yeah. but you actually need to ask the local oh, council oh. to have... Um, oh, I see. Yeah, so you need to actually send a form off. You need to obviously send money off. Mm. Um, and an inspector needs to come in. And oh, um, yeah, so, so stuff like that, um, it could potentially put people off mm. because they're like, Oh my god, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. Mm, yeah. But if you don't push through it, mm. you know, then you might not be able to have it in your yeah, shop. Like, one of my, my, my favorite motivational quotes is that you gotta get out of your own way. Some yes. people see lots of think, you know, I can't do it. Yes. And be back off sort of thing. Just yeah. jump off. Yeah, and this is the thing. You know, you said that um, people were taking you seriously because like, it was moving Yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, obviously, that's to do with their, their mindset. Yes. Yeah. Was well, there a part of you that, that will say, you know, as a woman, mm-hmm. I may not be able to do this myself, or would you quite, you know? No, I, I never say that to myself. I'll really? be honest. I'll be honest. I never ever say that to myself because I don't like to limit myself. Because if I limit myself, I'm going to show this to my son that he can limit himself. Exactly. Regardless exactly. if he's a boy or a girl. You know, obviously he's a boy, but Because yeah. we, if we're using excuses all the time, yeah. kids easily feed off 100%. Yeah. And, you know, they use that as part of their ethos, yeah. you know? Um, and that's a big thing. Whether you're female, male, black, white, yeah, I just, I, you know, it's time we need to start breaking those barriers and start yeah. changing the yeah. narrative. Because if we keep saying, oh, we can't open this barbershop because yeah. I'm a, you know, coloured woman, yeah, yeah, what's that saying to your son? Your yeah. son is gonna be like, well, my mum said I can't do that because I'm black, exactly, yeah, white or this and that. It just doesn't yeah. matter. It's just how you view things. And then you get that kind of rollerball effect of like, you know, the barriers in society. That's it. You know what I mean? exactly. It's a generational thing afterwards as well. That's and it. you know what? Your parents aren't you with that. Yes. Your parents I'm, I'm sorry. That's so important. That's yeah. important. It's not happening enough, <clears throat> you know? And, and that could easily, like you said, it could easily go over our heads. Yeah. You see our parents probably, you know, normal. Normal, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it, takes, it takes a lot for, for a parent to actually immerse their child in in that business and just show them how to get. Mm. That's another question actually. So like how how involved have your parents been in in this process? Okay, so basically when I first told my mum that I was gonna basically run my own business, she said, No, don't do it. Right? And she was like, 
It's the worst thing you can do. Mm. You're going to be stuck. You're going to have no time for yourself. You're going to have no time for your son. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. And then I had the same conversation with my dad. My dad was like, all right, cool. So do you need the uh, accountant's number? Um, you know, wow. how much money you got? You know, so there's definitely different conversations, right? Um, and it's not easy because obviously your mum's your mum and you should obviously listen yeah. to your mum. But at the same time, I feel like in life, if someone says no to me or someone says I can't do it, like the contractors, like people, you know, in, in my journey, it just kind of it fuels me and it makes me want to do it more yeah, yeah. so i just push through yeah. um so the same co- i can't really have the same conversations i have with my dad that i have you know that i can have with my mom sort of thing yeah. so it's it, again it's to do with who you are mm-hmm. right so now my mom's seen that you know I know you guys are going to ask me, but for example, I flew to Vegas, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Come right? On. So, Love yeah, Vegas. so on business, like right? Heaven. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Vegas, we had a great time. So, for example, my mom's now seeing everything unravel, yes, right? So yes, now yes. she's, she's more like, she, do, she doesn't say to me now, why did you do it? Mm. You know, she's more like, how many customers have you had? Mm. You know, it's, it, it, the conversation has definitely changed. Mm. Whereas my, da- my dad's, always been a bit more business minded yeah, so that's where i kind of get i feel like i get my kind of business side from is yeah. from my dad mm-hmm. so can, can i just ask a question how do you go about finding the barbers that, that work for you because that's that, that, that's I, always because that's, that's yeah. that, i'm very curious how a barber because look we're going to the barber shops that we go to yeah you'll see the new barber yeah and, yeah. and no one really wants to go there yeah. Yeah. the barber needs to go my man go there yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please, man, I beg you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's important to, obviously, if you've got an established barber, yeah. a lot of people are going to be coming with yeah. an established barber yeah. if you get the rest. Yeah. So, yeah, how's the selection process? How do you do that? Okay, so it's not been easy. Mm. 100%, I'll tell you that now, it's not been easy. But, like, you're, like you guys are saying, how is it, you know, how is it to find a barber? It's how to find any sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right at the end of the day, I don't say their stuff, right? I just say they're my work colleagues because, like I said, I want this to be a family environment. I don't mm-hmm. want it to feel like there's a hierarchy and someone's coming in and someone's going to be telling me what to do all the time, mm-hmm. right? So, there's definitely different kind of dynamics in barber boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of again, the restaurant helped me kind of find good stuff because mm-hmm. we've had people come and go from the restaurant. And it's going to be the same anywhere. Mm-hmm. So the kind of interview process is, I just want to feel people's energies. Mm-hmm. I want to feel like, I, one of the questions I always ask in the kind of interview process is, is this your passion? Mm-hmm. Because if it's their passion, they're going to want to come to work. If it's not their passion, if it's just something they want to do for money, mm-hmm. if you're chasing money, you're not going to go far. I'm telling you that now. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it and it's your passion. calling, it's your passion, it's what you do, you know, it's what you enjoy to do. Yeah. You know, so for example, my barber that I have at the moment, he enjoys making people feel good. So after every cut, if someone's saying, to, you know, giving them the feedback of, mm-hmm. oh my god, my trim is Trim's sick, yeah, you yeah. know, that's him, you know, completing his, you know, objective, objective. of 
cutting that person's it's hair and making yeah making something them. feel good exactly like you had you caused that trust me yeah. and you know the way you look in the mirror them ones yeah you on snapchat yeah. you on snapchat don't feel like you know look right now it's right now the hair speaks well the thing so I should come over there. Oh, yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. I come over there. But there was one at job. Hold on, look. You're hiring. No, 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 no. I'm But there was one occasion where that was a special occasion. I wanted to get like, you know, an A1 trim sort of thing. So I went to like, one of the barbers they did at the time. Yeah. Until recommended to, recommended to me. And um, obviously they, they put me in the direction of a particular barber to go to. <laughs> now, there, was one, there was one new guy in there. Yeah. And some guy wanted off the piece. He was like, you know what, I'm in a haircut right now. He's waiting for something. He sat in this guy's chair. And when he was finished, he said, nah, this, this haircut is dead. Like, I'm not paying a penny for this thing here. And I thought, oh my God. The reason why I was screaming is because his chair just freed out. I didn't want to come look at me afterwards. Jumped in the same. But Wait, he, the guy said in front of him. He was, to his face, he was talking to him. Wow. And, and then this guy walked out of the shop. The bubble also left and he come back. <laughs> Have you ever had that kind of situation? That is humiliating. Yeah, it's very wrong. Have you had any negative feedback? Um, so... Unhappy customers. We've had we've had we've had a, an unhappy customer at the time one time yeah. right and the reason why we had an unhappy customer at the time was because my barber was actually not here okay. there was something tragic that kind of happened in his life so he had to be away okay. so we had someone kind of stand in yeah. at the time and to be honest right now I kind of regret staying open at that time because it's bad kind of an experience for a customer to come in here and get, you know, and like you said, that barber left and that customer left, so you don't know if that customer's going to come, come back, back yeah. right? Um, so in 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 that, we had a barber here who said he's been cutting for 12 years, it was a recommendation, and we were like, look, you know, we don't want to the business to kind of go under, we've just opened, we need to make sure that we're open all the time, that we say we're opening from this hour, from this hour, so we had this barber who was here, and yeah, it was kind of a bad experience, but what happened is, I think when you own a shop, you need to create that relationship with the customer, yeah, so for example, that customer had a bad experience that one time, um, I, I had his contact details, and I said, when my barber comes back, I promise you that he will look after you and you're going to get a free trim on us mm -hmm. because it's about the customer service. Mm -hmm. So that person has come back yeah. and he's our regular customer now. Okay. That's, That's good customer service. You know what? Our boys born. Good customer. It's still my head's reeling. <laughs> no <laughs> way. I couldn't believe it. Oh, the strangle that guy. I couldn't because we're trying to build new clientele, right? Um, if you're used to going to your regular barber, so we get that all the time. Mm -hmm. We get that all the time. Ah, oh, I'm not changing my barber. My barber's in Kilburn. Yeah, so my barber punished. So I've been punished, so I ain't changing my barber. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I can't cheat on my barber, man. This is what I get all the time, right? People, yeah. Yeah. Well, when you go to the girls, close to front, like phone in Red Cross to go find him. <laughs> you're, so, you're Red Cross. <laughs> Red Cross. Man. Red Cross. So I'll be honest, because of yeah. this reason right here, right, and I would get the same from a lot of guys. Mm. This is what gave me, and and this is what fueled my idea to have the VIP service, mm. right? So 
think about it. If you're getting a pedicure and your barber's on holiday and you're seeing and you're watching my barber trim someone else mm -hmm. and you're watching if he's good or not, I see you. you're already here. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to convince you to get your hair cut. Fair play. That's it. Let's like talk it. about that because you mentioned manicure, pedicure. Yes. All right. Um, for men. And VIP men. as well. And VIP. So yes. Nice. So the reason why I say VIP, mm. right, is because um, we've got a booking system. So you mm. can book appointments. You can book appointments for hair. You mm. can book appointments for pedicures. You mm. can book appointments. So other services that we do have is the teeth whitening. So I do teeth whitening myself. Then we've got manicures, pedicures. Mm. We've got facials. So whilst you're doing a facial and the mask is setting, you're actually getting an arm and back massage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then teeth whitening as well. And teeth whitening. Yeah. And obviously yeah. traditional haircut. You can leave here. You can leave here going to a party. If you're mind leaving us, the birds are here. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. So with that, in the future, mm. what we wanted to do, because we have the booking system, and mm. the reason why we're saying VIP is because I want you to be able to book a manicure or a pedicure, let's mm. say, and actually say, I want to play FIFA whilst I'm getting a pedicure. And with that, I want a tea with one sugar, please. So Jeez. when you come, that's going to be ready. Uh, that's it. None of this FIFA 16, brand new FIFA, the latest <laughs> FIFA. And you know what? That, that, that's that's going to, that's, yeah. That's now, how many people say, yeah, yeah I'm going to have a barber shop, yeah, get a manicure, you know, yeah, yeah, pedicure, yeah, yeah. play FIFA. Yeah. What you man saying? Well, <laughs> this, this, that's, that's a very Cause good Because you know, the one thing about going to a barber shop is the, the weight. Way. It's the way. You know that, that you're going to sit there for yes, a long time. time. So your booking system, is it on time? It's on time. Okay. Yeah. It's on time. So, for example, we've got a live booking system. So, let's say you, you're in the area, mm. you search for us and you've literally booked within 15 minutes mm -hmm. if someone's on the chair mm -hmm. um we need to like i've trained the barbers to actually book someone who's a walk-in mm -hmm. so for example the system doesn't kind of backfire and you've walked in and someone's in the chair mm -hmm. right so we need to make sure that every single person that is coming in is on the system mm -hmm. so there's no backlog or there's no mm -hmm. double bookings mm -hmm. my, my thing is is i mean you, you've spoken about the manicure pedicure vip yeah how you know how has barber let's say the barber industry changed from let's say 10 years ago 20 years ago to, to now because i feel like it's more of an experience it's yeah. more like you want your customers to be like you know what i can, I can go back yeah you know what i mean i want to go back you know what i'm saying so how i kind of built barber boys mm. is around the experience so mm. we actually have one of our services called barber boys experience mm. um, i saw that in Ask. Yeah, so so, kind of just my background of customer service, mm. and like you said, just market research. Just a lot of people saying, a lot of guys saying to me, oh, you know, in the barber shop for three hours, like, I'm mm. waiting for that one barber, right? That's so like, I'm just thinking to myself, okay, cool. What are you doing the whole time you're sitting there? Mm. So I thought I need to be providing different services, yeah. right? So while <coughs> you are sitting down. What can you be doing? Playing PlayStation. Mm. What else? Sit on the chair, have a back massage. Mm. You know, why not have a that's, facial? That's actually really, it's, it's true. It's true. Yeah. You're waiting. You know what? My feet are, my toes are <laughs> going on holiday You're next going week. on holiday, right? You know what I'm saying? And that's relaxing as well. Yes. It's the relaxation yes. because it's quite stressful. Yeah. You know, you've had a long week. You want to get a trim. Yeah. And then your weekend is taken up by waiting. Time is precious. Time is something that you cannot get oh, back. Yeah, so you, you, you're very smart in um, identifying 
yeah. the needs and uh, how to fill in the gaps. Well, my thing is, another question, sorry, the pedicure and the manicure, yes. do men actually get it? They do, they Swear. do, yeah, they actually do. We actually have quite a few bookings for manicures and pedicures. Swear. Yeah, we do, yeah. And how, how, how do men feel about that? Do, are they quite insecure about being no, the only guy in there? Because there's only one guy in there. Um, no, you can have two guys. Two so, you, guys, yeah. so we had like um, two friends come in before, and they mm. were playing. You know, they were playing against each other on the FIFA, right? Mm. So they're playing against each other whilst they're like, getting a pedicure. For Christmas, I'm getting you guys a football for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to win? There's no point. I've always wanted to get a pedicure whilst I'm playing FIFA. Absolutely, I've always wanted to do as well. I'm just saying. Yeah, we're getting vouchers and that. You're right. Discount. Um, so yeah, you can have two guys up there, you can have one person, and this is the reason why we are designed to have the curtains up there. So if they are feeling a bit conscious, or they don't want people to know that they're getting a pedicure, you know. But to be honest, I'll tell you right now, a lot of the guys that have come in, they're very open about it. Swear Yeah, they're very open about it. So you know, you've, had it, you've had it had to, you haven't had to shut that curtain? No, I, I, I actually haven't. I, to my surprise, I actually haven't. And summer was definitely a big hit because a lot of people were going yeah. on holiday. Mm. And if you think about it, if like if you're going on holiday with your girl, you're sighting. Like you need to well, be on point, right? And then she's holding your hand. You're like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. rough yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Don't worry, man. Like barber boys. And not just that, we've actually had girls booking treatments for their partners. Yeah. So for, yeah. So for example. Um, someone um, come and did, they actually did a manicure, a pedicure and a facial all in one go mm. and it was their wife that actually booked it in for them because they were working really hard, mm. um, they were looking after the family yeah. and the wife wanted to look after them and show her gratitude. Yeah. So she found she found us and she booked, she booked online and um, Christina, our male grooming manager, looked after the person and you know we got really good reviews out of And that's couples goals, isn't yes. it? Hold find me a wife, find me a baby. Hold yeah. second, that's really nice, yeah. But if, find me a bit. If, if my missus did that for me, I think you're right. Is my face looking a bit rough yeah, today? Yeah, my hands are rough? Nah, bro. Oh, Listen, my corner girl shouts at you as well. That's for your appreciation. Yes. Bro. Fair enough. I yeah. want you to feel good, darling. Mm. Get your face done. But I thought, so let, let me I thought ask you, you why is it okay that a girl can get a facial and a man can't? But I wouldn't matter. Is, is it? Is it the, the, the facial? Come it's on. The social okay. pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, spots be. You never know because it's like feminine. we li we live in London, right? So there's so much pollution. You don't know how clear your skin is, right? So especially if you're on the central line. Yeah. Dirty line. Yeah, um, you're like, yeah. Have you, bro? No comment. <laughs> 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 I saw it was a bit darker. <laughs> 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 so I thought, no, I'm trying to do this. 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 I'm trying to like uh, Barbara's been like a you know a male dominated yeah. field for a very long time, mm -hmm. and you come in now yeah. and done something special with it. Big things. So uh, yeah, I read that. Thank you. I read that. I read that as well. Can, can I ask? Go on. The name Barber Boys. Yes. Why? Why Barber Boys? Um. Sounds good though. It does sound no, good. Sounds good. Simple. But I'm just, I'm just yeah. no, no. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm gonna level with you. I'm curious because you you offer all these brilliant services. Yeah. Barber. So I was going through, so me and my 
um, silent partner who's just going through loads of different names and we're like you know what can we name it what can what can we name it and we just obviously did a lot of research right and actually um, the research is and anything to kind of do with the shop a lot of it's actually around my son mm-hmm. and so we're kind of going back and forth on names and what we, you know, what can we name it, blah, blah, because we kind of need to be quick because we need to register the company and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then we're just kind of saying a lot of names out loud. Mm-hmm. And then my son relayed the name back and he said, Barber Boys. Yeah. And we were like, hold on, that sounds good. And we were like, okay, Barber Boys in Barnet. There you go. Triple B. Yeah. Triple B. Triple threat, You spoke about, you know, uh, the conversations that take place in a barbershop. (coughs) Being very, it's very, you know, let's say. Male orientated. Male orientated. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say something? I really want to say something. (laughs) (laughs) I really, really want to say something, bro. I was at the barbershop. (laughs) (laughs) I know, and believe me, I know how intimidating it can be. I was at the barbershop. And um, there's a conversation taking place. And I was like, what are these guys talking about today? You know, yeah. what's, what's going on? And essentially, one a guy came in with his missus, okay. right? And they were talking to the barber. But the way this guy was oogling this, this guy's missus, like, and mm-hmm. they think, oh, I didn't know he was Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it was the, the whispers that were going. And obviously, the guy switched, <laughs> the guy switched on him. Hey, man, man, you good? <laughs> you know I mean, no, yes. no, but the, and then obviously, obviously, post conversation, like, yes, you brought out the case, and then we have still looked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I understand. So, obviously, for a woman to come and walk into that, yeah, yeah. you know, and obviously, let's be real, a, a good looking woman walks into the bar, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? You look on the ground, you know, look. <laughs> that's the thing. There's the thing. So, my you're question, gonna look and you, do you know what I mean? Exactly. There's gonna be, you're, listen, as of late, you're gonna hear the murmurs, like, mm. do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. That can be very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable, very intimidating as well, like you said. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think the conversation changes because you're here now? I, I'll be honest. Do they feel as if though, well, we can't talk about girl then because she's here, that's a bit No, 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 do you know what? I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm a good good wing woman, but I'll be honest, for example, um, what I say to to the team is you need to kind of gauge who your clientele is, who your customer is. So for example, I might relate to the mums that come and bring their children, Mm. right? Um, Whereas the barber might not relate, he doesn't have any children Mm. himself. Um, And I feel like if he's, uh, you know, having that kind of a relationship with the person that's sitting in his chair and they're talking about football and all that kind of stuff and it might obviously lead to other things i kind of just leave because i want the customer to feel comfortable right so i kind of just gauge each client that comes in Mm. and i feel like that is what is going to keep our clientele here obviously Mm. i'm not going to leave every time a client comes in Mm. it doesn't happen like that because this area that we're in now is Barnet, it's a, it's a very kind of different area. It's definitely different to how I grew up in Camden. Mm. From Camden, I moved to Tottenham, so mm. I kind of know okay. a lot of the barbers yeah. in Tottenham and all that kind of stuff. Um, um, I don't really allow, kind of, I'm not going to say don't allow food, but 
you know, you don't really see someone coming in, chilling and eating chicken wings and dashing them on What's the floor on? and everything. Okay. You saw someone drop the chicken wing, slow motion, you know what I mean? You had some chicken wing, never punch Matrix. So I definitely just kind of gauge yeah, each yeah. client and it's about understanding their energy, right? Mm. So I want for each client to come in to feel that they can be themselves so they can come back and it's about finding the environment that they're happy for you know happy mm -hmm. with this is a new shop so we need to make sure that every single person that's coming in is going to want to come again mm -hmm. it's not a one time yeah. it's a it's a repeated kind of so it's, it's your customers like where do they come from is it like word of mouth recommendations the instagram every everything yeah. everything everything so for example um I'm, I've been quite heavy on the leafleting, so yeah. I make sure that, you know, I've been, I stand literally outside, at the door sometimes and I'm handing out leaflets, um, I do it myself, I get everyone who comes in, I get, you know, them to kind of hand out leaflets as well, um, I'm doing a lot of, the, you know, the sponsorship ads on Facebook and Instagram, um, Google as well, we're making sure that, you know, we're going to be on the top ranking on Google, so yeah. if you search barbershop in Barnet, we're hoping to be on the top three. Yeah. Um, so, so with things like that, do you think like kind of Sky has actually equipped you with some kind of good... 100%, like 100% yeah. in terms of just my work ethic and everything that I kind of um, learn at Sky. So even emailing, yeah. you know, just even simple etiquette. things. There, there is a letter actually. Yeah. Hi, how I've are got, you? I've got the etiquette. Hope this email finds you well. This is it, hope you're well. Yeah, hope you're well. <laughs> Space. Yeah. Next paragraph. It's got yeah. someone's attention. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's about it just my whole journey up until now has definitely helped me be who I am today and helped me with the barbershops a hundred percent. So for example, we did like a, a team meeting last week mm. and I was like, I'm gonna do a presentation. Then everyone's like looking at me like, What? Presentation? Mm. I'm like, Yeah, I'm gonna do a presentation. I'm gonna make it so everyone can see my vision, everyone can, you know, everyone can just chill, have a drink, sit on the sofa, we're closed up, no customers, fully focused, I want people to understand my branding, I want people to understand the journey that I'm going to take this place, I want everyone to see my vision. So if everyone's on the same page, everyone's riding the same wave. And they're working towards the same goals. Always the same goals. Exactly. Well, it's word of mouth, it can easily get lost. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Chinese Christmas, of course. Yeah. I can tell you something that's ended yeah, 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 somewhere yeah. else. Do you know what I mean? So many times have we seen that happen. Right, but my... Talk, oh, talking about your vision. Yes. Like, what's, what's the next phase? For hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. One second. I want to know about Vegas first. Oh, uh, okay. Hold on, Vegas. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas now. Vegas, Vegas now. Vegas. So, Vegas. I've, I've seen the events that go on in Vegas. Yeah. Because obviously some, some of them... Well, well, first hand or I've seen first hand and obviously, you know, um, I, will, I work for a conferencing company, so I had to research that. Okay. Um, so I, I know, how, and especially Americans, I know how loud it can be. I know all the best barbers from all over the shop come. Yeah. How do you how did you find out about it? How did you get there? How do you experience it? Okay, so basically, the day before I went to Vegas, was it the day before? It must have been the day before. I had a really good meeting with a company called Squire. So Squire is an American company and they are a booking management tool. Okay. So if you guys know Treatwell, uh, Booksy. So basically, they're uh, an American version of Treatwell and Booksy. 
and they really want to kind of come to the UK and conquer the UK. So I had a really good meeting with them and I said, I'm not ready to sign up just yet because my vision for the future is to have my own app okay. and also do memberships. I like that, you know, yeah. say nothing, I like that one, you know. Not most of the time, I don't like it. That one was a sharp yeah. one, still. Um, so we had a really good meeting and I said, this is how I want the app to run. This is how I need Squire to work for me. Not we, not, you know, me work for Squire, Excellent. right? Excellent. So the meeting went well and then he was like, okay, cool you know what, um, I'm going to have to give you an answer if we can, you know, basically they're going to build me my custom-made app, so my very own custom-made app, right? Um, and they said, we're going to have to heat, the, the VP of sales was here from America. Shit. Yeah, so that's who I had my meeting with and also um, head of sales in the UK called Damien, he's a really nice guy as well. Um, so I had a meeting with him and, he, and the VP of sales from America said, look, I'm going to be in Vegas this weekend, there's an expo there um, where I'm going to be with the other founders, CEOs of Squire, and I'm going to have to get back to you. And he goes, you know what, if you you know decide to come to Vegas, we'll look after you. But it was a passing comment, Ooh, right? Little. <laughs> little did they know who they were dealing with, right? So I was like, oh, wait, you know, I called my mentor straight back and my, my silent partner. I was like, listen, there's an opportunity here. I'm going to have to take it. Um, this this is going to be a good move for the shop mm -hmm. and it's going to be a good move for the branding, branding yeah. right and it's going to be a good move for our future mm -hmm. for the shop right mm -hmm. back to me cool booked it at midnight i was on this flight the next day so i was leaving for the airport at 8 a.m in gatwick right oh. yeah Boy. not knowing where i was going to stay what i was going to do wow. nothing right yeah. I just called the VP ourselves. I said, if you're serious, I'm going to book my flight. And he was like, yeah, cool. All right, cool. So I literally landed in Vegas 11 hours later, called him, and I said, yo, Brian, I'm in Vegas. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm in Vegas. They didn't know who they were messing with. <laughs> That's when he knew. Yeah. <laughs> she means business. Yeah. Yeah. He literally said, Girl, he was like, in his American accent, girl, you got a cojones, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yes. yeah, that's me, that's me. I was like, so where am I staying? You said you got me, mm. where am I staying? Mm. Literally, I didn't even know. I was like, you know, worst case scenario, I'm going to pay for it myself, yeah, right? Yeah. But if he said that, I'm going to put it on you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to stick by your words? Exactly. Let's see. Yeah. He was like, cool, let me know when you've got your luggage. I'm going to send you the address from where you're staying. Where did you say I stayed at the Hard Rock um, Hotel and Casino, <laughs> which is really nice. I was on the 14th floor, yeah, with, you know, full view of the pool, beach, nice everything. Too. Yeah, oh, so nice. I was I was very well looked after. So I literally, so imagine for me as a girl, you know, I literally hadn't had time to get my hair done, my nails done, my lashes done, you know, all that kind of stuff. I was just like. This is a one-time chance. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for it. I don't care. I literally. I don't even know what I packed. I just about organized babysitting. I was just like calling everyone. I was like, I'm gonna drop him. Like you know, called my one of my best friends. He's around the corner. I was like, I'm gonna drop him. Like I'm going for the weekend. You know. Um. So literally landed, went straight to the hotel, checked in, dropped my bags. 
half an hour after I've dropped my bags, I got a phone call from Brian, the VP of sales, and he was like, look, the head of technology is downstairs at the bar, he's waiting for you. Isn't this why you travel to Vegas? So I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if I was actually ready, you know, I just wanted to holiday, really, truly, but I was like, cool. Literally had a shower, got ready, went downstairs and met him, and we just had a really good conversation. And then from that, he's like, you know, looking at his watches, we're, you know, we're drinking, we're talking about the technology side of things, and he's like, okay, cool, uh, we got um, dinner in half an hour, do you want to join me? And I was like, yeah, cool. Wow. So I was like, okay, fine. I was like, I don't have any plans. I don't even yeah. know what you're going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know what's going on. Right? Nice, you see? Yeah, I'm just here, right? And you went, so you got me? Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, okay, cool. Meet you in the lobby in um, half an hour. Make sure you're not late. Cool. So literally ran upstairs, got ready, come back downstairs, met him, and he was like, okay, so we're going to Nobu. I was like, okay, fine. Um, I'm ready. And he was like, yeah, not Nobu in the Hard Rock, Nobu in Caesars. Wow. So we had to like walk outside. We had like a private driver come and collect us wow. and take us to Caesars. Yeah. And then we literally got to Caesars and it was in a private room. And mm -hmm. I basically had the chance to meet all these famous um, barbers from all around the world. Well, mostly America, right? So mm -hmm. Boston, um, LA, mm. um, one was from like South Carolina. You like, some famous barbers. So yeah, like so I barbers. met some really, really famous barbers. I'm a name drop, name drop. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> just wants to say, come on. Give him one. Give him one. Um, so from the UK, um, Champs, so Champs Barbers. Name drop, come on. Champs Barbers, who I've kind of known for a while, right? So we've kind of got a bit of history because. He started, one of his shops where he used to work at was actually in Camden mm. and he used to come and get lunch from me. Mm. And he cut my son like when he was born. Wow. So it's crazy how now we're kind of in the same industry. Yeah. Um, so he's got a lot of following. He's, a lot of people in America know who he is. Mm. Um, so he's definitely out there. Give um, us one more. one more. And Justin. Justin. Yeah. Justin. So, Justin from That Feeling. That Feeling, yeah. name dropper. Yeah, yeah, he trims the footballers. Yeah. He trims like lots of footballers and he's on BBC Football and Match of the Day and yeah. everything else. Big guy. Yeah, definitely Big a cool guy. guy. Definitely a cool, a cool guy. Um, so I was very, very <coughs> lucky to kind of sit on this table wow. and have, you know, UK. So I had like, you know, mm. the, the two UK guys and everyone else. And there was only one other. Actually, at the dinner, there was no other girl barbers wow. or girl or girls yeah. that own businesses, basically. Wow. So wow. I was the only one. Mm. Um, and then I actually had a chance to meet another girl barber and everyone else mm. the next day. It's just been beautiful, the journey. Experience that is where you were. <laughs> that story there. You got and me. And then after that, I, I went that. to the expo. So I went to one of the largest expos in the world for barbering. Bare wow. lights, isn't it? So yeah, that it was, you everything there. Yeah, so it's it it's definitely crazy. It's mm. definitely a crazy experience. I was very hungover, but I was <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was good experience because um, I'm I'm a very social person and I'm not scared to go over to people because if you're scared you're gonna limit yourself, right? Mm. This is what we was talking about. Mm. And at the end of the day, everyone's just a person mm. so why should we feel scared to go over exactly. to someone right so now we're kind of going into the you know the the culture of influencers and oh my god oh my god public like, figure yeah yeah public yeah, figure yeah so you hold them in those high regards yeah but everyone's still a person at the end of the day mm. so i was literally going over to people and i'm like hey you know i'm um 
got a barbershop in, in London and they're like, oh my God, London? Yeah. And then yeah, you're, yeah, like, you're like, cool, like, you know, yeah. so instantly they was, a, you know, they was open to talking to me. Mm -hmm. So I met um, very, very, I met very, very good people out in Vegas for Love. sure. Like people that had 14 shops, people that had five shops, mm -hmm. people that had, you know, 100 plus K following on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and that all fits your vision, right? Yeah, 100%. So, wow. Yeah. And, you know, you work closely with... You work closely with Jojo Carlos. Yes! Jojo! Interviewed yes. Well. Heritage. Heritage. Yes. The yes. importance of owning your heritage. Say yes. no more. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um... You work hand in hand? Um, so, actually, we've got a private, exclusive event. Um, we'll speak after. Yeah, I'll let you guys know for sure. So it's members, it's not members only, sorry, it's invite only, um, where me and Joe are going to be partnering up. And she is selling a beard slash massage oil, so it's two in one. And every person who buys this can get a free shape up Jeez. or trim um, from Barber Boys. So the product are coming by. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 you know, look at specs there. But yeah, what came out of my hands still? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're just trying to see how we can kind of support each other, how we can kind of work together. And yeah, so that's how me and Joe have kind of. Uh, kind of supported each other in terms of just the everyday yeah. kind of business side to everything mm -hmm. and um, our experiences because you have to be ready mm -hmm. for the ups and downs and mm -hmm. there's a lot of downs when it comes to, to business mm -hmm. it's not easy it yeah. is really not easy yeah. especially at the beginning so I think there's some <coughs> sort of statistics they say um, you know, only 78% or 70 to 80 or 10. I, I, I can't remember what the exact yeah. percentage is mm. of businesses fell in their first year and that's mm. because yeah. they're not willing, to, not willing, I'm not going to say that, but um, there are hurdles. Mm. So it's whether you can kind of overcome them hurdles mm. or not and we're kind of trying to just support each other in the journey. Um, so yeah, you know, I called Joe when I was on the way here, That's nice. and I was just like, I'm gonna do a podcast, you know, <laughs> help me. And what do I say? So um, yeah, guys, you know, if you, you've got the invite, make sure you come to the event. Come on, invite. <laughs> Listen, straight. Man wants them gold clippers. Yeah. You have to fly out for them ones there. Yeah, yeah. famous gold clippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only, only geometry. Yes. Only in, the, only in America that you can find them. No. Gold clippers, so they are no, yeah, no evil. evil. See, no evil. Yeah. <laughs> Speak no evil. Another oh, question, actually. Yeah. Uh, Babylis or Wall? Um, we've got both. We've yeah. actually got both. And so. You have to choose. Putting you on the, the spot here. Um. She doesn't want to lose any sponsorship. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the contracts to come. So I don't want to say. I'll ask your camera. Yeah, okay. That's going to be controversial. <laughs> yes. um, how, how have you found balancing, you know, entrepreneurial or entrepreneurship with being a mum as well? Mumtrepreneur. Mom entrepreneur. Hashtag, hashtag mumtrepreneur. I made it. Come on. I came okay. up with that. <laughs> Um, I'll be honest, it's, it's, it's not easy, um, like I keep saying, business is not easy, um, but I feel like 
I'm waking up with a purpose now and mm. I'm waking up and I'm showing my son mm. that you don't have to work for somebody. It's a choice, mm. right? It's a choice to be in the corporate world. It's a choice to be in education, you know, from a certain point. Mm. Um, and it's a choice to be in business and I want to kind of prove to him that anything in life is possible. Mm. There are no boundaries. Mm -hmm. There is no dream, dream too big. There is no goal too high. Um, just try it. You know, yeah. it. It might not be for everybody. Some people might be comfortable working in um, the corporate side, yeah. and it's fine. It's fine. You know, I'm, it's I'm what, comfortable. I'm comfortable. It's, it's, <laughs> it's whatever suits you, right? So, yeah. but for me, I knew there was something for myself. There was something more, yeah. and I wanted. To, I've always wanted to pursue it, and and I'm here now, and I'm extremely happy. Um, regardless if there's been good days or bad days, mm. I'm still showing my son that I'm following my dreams. So nah, that's, yeah, big, that's, man. Man. that's That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm sure he's going to look up to you and think, wow, that's my mum did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's the thing, that's what we forget. Like, we're, you're building a legacy so that your that's son it. That's it. can go and speak your name yeah. and be proud of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mum owns a barbershop. Yeah. She started this in Barnet. Yeah. I mean, that's huge, man. But also, the skills that you're arming you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And the confidence. Yeah. That's the thing. Because, you know, it's the same because you learn from your parents. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. generational. It's passed down. You see that? You see that? Successful and great family, man. Yeah. From jumping on a boat <laughs> to triple B. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 100%, but it's, 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 it's definitely, you know, I could just put all my time and energy into the mm. shop, but I don't, I obviously have to split my time. I need mm. to give the time um, to my son um, mm. for his homework, let's say, mm. for his after school activities, um, baking cakes mm. for the school fair and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's just, everyone's got the same 24 hours in their day. It's mm. what you do with your time, yeah. right? So for example, he's, he's really into boxing right now and he's only just turned six, right? Mm. So he is the youngest and smallest in the class mm. but once he's in the ring he's he's someone completely different mm. right so i need to make sure as a parent mm. i am supporting him in that journey <coughs> right mm. so i'm making sure that regardless of what's going on in the shop regardless of what's going on in my life mm. that he is there for training twice a week mm. that he is doing sports and mm. and it's someone i'm not going to push him on i'm not going to push it onto him but, him to but i'm exposing it to him and i'm making sure that he has a jam-packed routine mm. so for example when he is older he, it's easier for him to make decisions mm. because he's already used to waking up extra early doing his homework exactly. doing after school activities exactly. as exactly. it's basically instilled in him it's right and for example, I, I go to boot camp every Tuesday and I actually bring him with me. Mm. Rather than me paying for a babysitter and he's, you know, at home mm. watching TV, my son doesn't actually watch TV during the week. Mm. Um, watching TV for my son is actually a treat. Mm. So it's, you know, I'm like, okay, son, it's Friday night, you know, I've been at the shop all day, do you want to watch a movie with mommy? Pick a movie. So it's a treat. Mm. Rather than waking up in the morning turning the TV on. Yeah. I don't do that. I actually have podcasts always always on in the background. Wicked. I've actually got pod and he Wicked. actually listens Listen to them. To the, yeah. Um subconsciously it's there. It's yeah. there, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I wake up 
extra early mm. and I read mm. before he wakes up mm. and make sure that he's done his homework yeah. I make sure that he's fed mm. he's dropped off to school and then I start my day mm. so even before I've even opened the door to the barbershop mm. I've already accomplished so much yeah, exactly. so it's what I can fit in to my day to day that's big that's big um, what I really really like about you Denise is the fact that you're not only providing a service within yeah. the community you're also um, helping you're almost giving back to the community by doing the whole apprenticeship thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, giving the youths, you know, something yeah. to work towards. You yeah. know. So tell us more about the whole apprenticeship thing. So um, I've got one apprentice at the moment, and mm. he reached out to me, and he saw the barbershop, and um, it was kind of a, a recommendation, and he was like, I really want to come and work with Barb Boys. And <coughs> what I wanted to do is just give him an opportunity. I just feel like education and school can can only take you so far they don't give you the life skills mm. right so um with the barbershop i make sure that he's actually out there looking for his own clients building his own clientele mm. he's not just here sweeping floors and washing hair every day mm. i want him to get first hand on experience mm. whether he decides to stay with me or not um i want him to one day to just you know look back and say oh my god you know barber boys help me help me out right so i make sure that he kind of gets his own clients mm. is comfortable in cutting clients in the the barber shop mm. um as well as that is he's got the best customer service skills mm. right so i make sure that i'm instilling in him you know that you're getting um people's names mm. what they want to drink mm. make sure that you're taking their jackets That's and handing wicked. their jackets you don't get that in normal Barbershops, right? You, you kind of just have to hold on to your stuff yeah, and you're yeah, sitting yeah, down. Yeah, them ones are all. Yeah, you ready to you ready to cut? Yeah, let me go hang it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm making sure that um, he's got those tools mm. for you know one day that he does want to either own his own barbershop or is gonna you know withstand the journey with us with Barbers once we open more shops. Man, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. That is beautiful. I, listen, I respect that immensely. Doing big things, man. Big things. Come on, <laughs> Denise. Your question now. Oh, I've been my, waiting. I've been waiting. This is his <laughs> favorite part of interviews. <laughs> so, so talking about the vision, mm -hmm. like, what's, what's what's the next phase for Bible Boys? I see. Are you guys that? You guys have got next door now as well. No. So basically, next door is going to be a convenience shop, okay. um, but we've been using the space for now. So we was lucky enough to actually have our launch party. Mm. Oh, okay. So we had foods, we had drinks, we had a videographer, we had a photographer, we had a DJ, we had merchandise. Where's my invite, sell. bro? <laughs> <laughs> no I, mean, invite. I didn't know you then, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I would have invited you guys Jojo for sure. Jojo knew us though, Jojo. <laughs> I mean, Jojo knows jo we'll be having words. Yeah, Jojo definitely turned up till 3am. Um, <laughs> we, we were definitely here, music was loud. So yeah, no, we had, we, it was definitely um, a good time. So we was lucky enough and fortunate enough to actually not have to hire a whole venue yeah, to do yeah. our, our launch party. So we, we had our launch party next door and this was kind of, you know, everyone was able to see what I had designed and, and the kind of setup of the barbershop and we was able to film. So please go on our Instagram and, and see our, our video that we had for the launch. Um, and then, yeah, the vision. So the vision is definitely to kind of open, open up more barbershops. Mm -hmm. um, and also i'm kind of moving towards memberships so to to kind of have memberships um for for the clients so pay monthly you don't have to worry about coming in 
and you know taking out your your debit card you or pay cash Stress. And you can just, yeah, you can just go <laughs> online and you can just download the app. You can just go on, on our website <laughs> and, and, and book and book an appointment. So you don't have to call up. You don't have to wait for a nine to five or receptionist to kind yeah. of answer your call. You can just go online and you can be prepared, you know, so. And you don't need to wait for hours. You're big on this, isn't it? Listen, you don't, have to go buy listen, cash, cash you don't need point. to go look for a cash yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. You know that, hey. Right, every time cash point. Yeah. <laughs> Fam, imagine. Yeah. This is the thing. Because yeah. we live in this digital age. Yeah. 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 And you know what? Denise, say nothing. You found the hat. You found the hat. <laughs> hey, barbers. The idea's gone. Gone. Right. gone. Too old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got to keep up with the times now, man. I do feel like a lot of barbers are still kind of writing their appointments down on you know, paper, you know, paper and yeah. pen, and it can be lost. And mm. if you're busy, you've just lost that appointment. <coughs> or I've heard of barbers paying, you know, an extra fee once they've come in because mm. they're balling and then like, I'm going to pay £50 mm. extra on top of my trim and it doesn't matter about the people that have been waiting there for three hours. Yeah. That's not fair, to it's be honest, fair. because yeah. time is precious for everybody. That's the thing. And we've, that's a weekend. Like, usually I always get my trims on a weekend. Yeah. If I go on a Saturday's peak, you know four hours, three to four hours you're there. Wow. Yeah, that's, no, that's a lot, no, a lot of time on your weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? Membership things, <laughs> but not even just that. The experience, yes. experience man. You're waiting here. Oh, shit, my hair got so no. Yeah, we got patenting in place on FIFA. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get my hands on my feet. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we, we definitely, we definitely <laughs> have thought of every kind of aspect. Yeah. So I don't want it to just be a haircut. I want it to be an experience. Yeah. Um, so I want to make sure that every single person and every client that's coming you know you might not want to chat you know you might not want to have a conversation with your barber you just might you might be really busy you might be mm. arguing with your girlfriend on mm. whatsapp mm. you know you, you never know but as long as you've had <laughs> as long as long as you've had that experience in, in terms of a drink has been offered to you so mm. we, we offer a complimentary drink you know if you leave someone might collect your spot exactly. you're sitting there swallowing your spit yeah. So we definitely got you covered with you know the drinks. Um, you know we've got actually a whole cologne section here, so you can spray yourself. Once you, you know, finish, once, once you, you finish, you straight out, you straight out after. Yeah. I like it. So not I only think. are they giving you a great experience, yeah. giving you a good trim, yeah. washing your hair afterwards, yeah. what I'm saying, and before if you need, yeah. you know, get your feet, your hands done, go to the club, go hold sweet babe's hands. Yeah. Oh, my hands are soft. Yes. They even let you spray yourself with good cologne. Look at that yeah. ones. Yeah. Look at that. They got the oud. Yeah. You want to stay smelling good for time. You got a pattern, bruv. Everything's all here. And you know what? You know everything for. This, like this is what she, you're bridging the gap. You don't need to go nowhere else. You don't. Do you know what I mean? It's the attention to detail. Exactly. Yeah. So, for example, I always get, oh, I'm not going to cheat on my barber. But don't worry, I know with time. With time. I'll wheel you in. If you are going to come and get your teeth white in the safe, if you are going to come and get a pedicure and you're going to play PlayStation, right? And your barber's on holiday, I'm sorry for your barber's, I'm going to tell you right now. Because you're gone. You're gone, because you're going to be watching how my barber cuts hair whilst you guys are here. Mm. And you're going to be like, you know what? Mm, he's actually good, you know? Yeah. And no, you're going to give him a chance. Truthfully, if your barber's away, it's the right time like a side barber, isn't it? Side barber. <laughs> No, I've been punished. 
Sad Barber, yeah, 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 yeah. you gotta keep what either you switch yeah. or you don't. don't. This one I'm saying. Cross. Cross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, there is no in between. So what? When your woman goes away, you gotta go find another woman. Barber said, bro, what's my relationship? It's a relationship. It's a relationship. You have to leave, that's it. Or you stay. This is it. No in between. Cross. Nah, but when you guys bob away, away, you guys look a rough weeks. That's calm. That's calm. You get me? I can't see you. Been through the trenches. When the Senegalese barber went, my my barber's from Senegal, I had to call Red Cross for him. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this brother is probably the barber's from Senegal. He has to make sure. Yeah. He has to make sure. Yeah. Red Cross. But that's Red why. Cross. why do a film about but that's why now you're going to think about me and you're going to understand that I offer more, right? Yeah. So, um, in terms of like marketing and stuff like that, it takes about nine attempts to actually reach a client or reach, reach a customer yeah. right so i don't know if you guys knew that so that's why i'm very heavy on social media yeah, i'm yeah. very heavy on the leafleting yeah. i'm very heavy because i know it's going to take about nine times yeah. to actually get through get through to you yeah right so i know after the ninth time you guys are mine listen we're gonna have to wrap up no i got one more Wait, I didn't finish about my this vision, right? Yeah, so yeah, I had, no, no, that, that's what I was going to ask about, man. So I had my vision of obviously opening up more more barbershops and then obviously teaming up with Joe and, you know, other brands out there to kind of, you know, make sure that people know about Barber Boys and what we have to offer. Mm. And then actually, you know, going to Vegas and understanding how big the barbering industry is, mm. I'm actually looking to do my own events. So, as well as doing events in Bob Boys, um, just kind of educational pieces, trying to get um, you know big barbers to come in here and educate youngsters or people who who Love. generally just want to learn. Yeah. But in terms of that, I actually want to do even bigger events. Maybe just hire out bigger spaces. I might even you know do the O2 and do barbering competitions and stuff like that. So, you know nothing is ever too big your dream is never too big yeah. you know i'm i'm looking to to do things big would you, would you would you go mobile as well just as a added extra i mean are we thought about um maybe doing weddings okay. so like you know you've got you know your groomsmen you've got your all that kind of stuff so maybe we might channel down that route as well for sure and and not just that like um uh, one of my good friends, Matt, Matt, who does Matt barbecues, so usually in the VIP section. So last year he had makeup for girls and nails for girls. But why not have trims on site? So that's you go place. there looking rough. Yeah, and you got an opportunity there. So that's like you know a festival of six thousand people. So why not have a bubble boy stand to give you your last minute trims? You know, Switching it up. I like that one. I'll give you the one. I like. I like. What is? What will be your last message to anyone that is in that position that you were when you were at Sky? Just a, a you know a hard hitting message. I want you to reach out to our audience and our viewers. Um. Okay. So. I just think. Just dream big. Nothing, nothing is ever, you know, unreachable. Make sure that you are the best version of you every single day, right? So, don't ever put yourself in, in the box that I did. And make sure you are reading, you are listening to podcasts, you're reaching out to your parents. If you don't have the support of your parents, you're reaching out to aunties and uncles, cousins. You're reaching out to 
um, a random person that you've just seen in, in the same queue as you in the bank who's driving a Bentley, ask them, how did they get it? Mm -hmm. Don't be scared. Don't be scared to... I agree, I'm scared. Nah, no, it's fine. Why? They're still a person. Still Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, What's the worst that can happen? They're going to say, no, don't speak to me. Yes, yeah. the worst that can happen, yeah. But why is that bad? <laughs> so why is that bad? Um, Speak to the next person. Exactly. 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 Why yeah. is that bad? You're trying to better yourself by asking if they want to be an arsehole. Is it you talking yeah. to about this thing? If they want to be an arsehole and not, people not are just afraid arsehole. of rejection. That's the thing. It's, it's fine. But, but that it, overcoming that is going to make you stronger. Mm. Make yourself uncomfortable. You know, if, if you put yourself in uncomfortable situations, you're going to not learn how to, to, to make yourself stronger and, mm. and thrive so, in that kind of environment. Um, you know, go and invent bright. Look at different kind of net networking, um, um, you know, events out there, and 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 just it, find a, maybe a mentor to help you uh, in your next steps. But definitely, every single day, put out the best version of you. Make sure that you're not wasting your time, mm -hmm. and you're watching a whole series on, on, on kind of Netflix and easily then done, easily, easily done. done but then you know know what have you done with the rest of your day? Mm. You know, they, there's obviously downtime. You can always have mm. downtime, right? Mm. But make sure you are giving you are living life with no regrets. Yeah. Right. So if you do want to do something, just do it. Just, just try. Yeah. Just try. What yeah. is the worst that can happen? Yeah. Yeah. You fail. Yeah. So what? Yeah. So what? Yeah. Richard Branson was living in a in a canal boat. Look at him now. But he was. Read both his books. He, he's now got Virgin, you know, the the, the, the airline. Yeah, yeah. But he had so many business before that. But you guys don't know about that because they all failed. Yeah, the magazine. It doesn't matter, stuff. right? It doesn't matter. But if you don't want to be in business, make sure you are still the best version of you, whether it's in the corporate world, whether it's teaching children, whatever choice that you make. The best version of yourself you're yeah. taking very far. Yeah. Very far. Yeah, it's true. It's true. very far. It's true. Wow. Take the opportunities that you're given. Yeah. This and even the ones that you're not given. Yeah. Take those ones as well. Like yeah. my trip to Vegas. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, good. <laughs> it's been an inspiration. We're just hearing Literally. your journey from working at Sky, yeah. not being mentally happy, yeah. um, to, to where you are now. Yeah. It's truly inspiring. Honestly, I'm being serious. This is probably. It's given me a lot of like motivation yeah, to actually go for what I want to actually go for now. I'm being real. I'm not chatting rubbish. Yeah, I'm being real. Like, I hope so. I really, it's, really it's hope so. And you know what? I feel like a lot of people wait till the new year to, to be the best nah, versions nah. of themselves and and to have yeah new year new year. no it's not about that. Every day is an opportunity. Every single day that you wake up is an opportunity. Every single person has the same twenty four hours in their day. Every single person has people saying no to them. Mm. But why are they saying no? Ask them why. Mm. Why can't you have what you want? Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah. You yeah. know, so make sure every day, every week, you, you have set goals and mm. you're sticking to them. It doesn't matter if you, you if you can't do every single one of them. So let's say you've got five goals and you only do four. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The next it's week, you know, the next day, pick it up. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Listen to podcasts, mm. read. I can't, I can't emphasize enough if you don't like reading a book listen audio audiobooks yeah if you don't like listening to audio books, always find a way find, get someone to read to you yeah. there's always ways there's honestly always ways but it's about who you are and who you want to be and listen. Continued growth. Continued growth. listen yeah. 
Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. Denise, Barnet, Barber Boys. Yeah, so Barber Boys. Barber underscore Barnet, under, sorry, Barber underscore Boys mm. with a Z mm. underscore Barnet. This Instagram. is it. Instagram. Yeah. Instagram, I honestly check her out. She's doing check big out. things. If you big, need, if you big. need the new Barber, Barber Boys. Yes. If you want to try a new Barber, yes. Barber Boys. Looking yeah. for a side Barber. It's <laughs> a bit dangerous though. You don't want to get caught. We got you, don't worry, we got you. They got you. They got you. They got you. They got you. And don't be scared to reach out. So, whoever watches this podcast, if you guys want to, you know, reach out to me for a coffee, yeah. uh, just to come in for a chat, I, I honestly I won't say no. I, I am there. So, three right. services right yeah, there. Yeah. Listen, thank you very much. Thank you. You've just yeah. listened to Three's a Social with Denise, Barnet Bar Voice. We're out. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>